The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and we are headed full speed, full throttle ahead to week five. And holy cow, what a week four it was for my man Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports on Twitter and I wasn't too shabby either at Ross Tucker NFL he of course the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling I'm a former NFL offensive lineman five teams seven years I know a lot of players coaches in the league right now We'll get to it in a little bit. Steve was up 16 units. I was up 12 units. And we were a whopping 7 for 7 on our best bets. They all came through. It's amazing. We are, of course, presented by betonline.ag. That's the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and the fastest payouts. Before we get to... The week four review, Steve, uh, from our buddy Todd Bergman and go through where we were right, where we were wrong. I don't think we were wrong very many places. Uh, I did want to first talk with you because I start every podcast by saying Vegas, baby, Vegas. And I know that you've been tweeting about it. Just kind of wanted to get your sense. Obviously, our thoughts and prayers have been with everybody that's involved. It is absolutely horrific and just kind of wanted to get your sense as a guy that lives there of about what's going on yeah so horrible tragedy uh the town was numb for a couple days but vegas is strong and despite what some people think we are a close-knit community there was a line uh, around the block at a blood bank the next morning uh, people giving blood helping out however they can and we'll bounce back we've always bounced back um, in times of adversity, and it will, uh, the community will bind together in Vegas, will continue to be a great place to come and visit and have a great time. Yeah, just so, so scary, man. I also wanted to ask you before we get into last week what the deal was with the, uh, I guess it's a parlay card from the Westgate that RJ Bell posted. Was that yours? Did you do that for a client or was that yours? That was mine. I 
every Friday night I go to the Westgate to put in my super contest picks, five plays, and some weeks they've got a parlay card that is attractive. Scott, um, some weeks they, they don't, but if I like the games and I get good numbers on the games that I like, I um, always throw in a few parlay cards on late Friday night, and I actually lined it up. It certainly didn't hurt that you and I went seven for seven, so some of those were on the ticket. Um, I went ten and zero and cashed a hundred dollar ten team parlay. And how much did you get? Fifty-five thousand for a ten-dollar bet. Hundred dollars. I'm sorry. Did I say ten dollars? Oh, no, you said hundred. You said hundred. Yeah, paid fifty-five thousand. That is unbelievable. Now, when something like that happens and you go there, do they do they even say anything to you? Do they smile? Like, what what is that like? You know, that's a great question because I have been hit with the whole gamut with, wow, this is great. Can we put your picture on the wall? You know, this is fantastic to um, kind of subdued happiness to grumpy looks to um, years and years and years ago, I hit um, some parlays against the Aladdin, the old Aladdin hotel and casino, and they had security literally chasing me out of the place. So it, it all varies, Ross. They had security chasing you out because you got it right? They did. They were not happy with me. Wow, man. Isn't that something? The the different reactions that you got in different places. Now, I think the craziest part, we actually had somebody email in about it. They took advantage. I forget his name, but he took advantage of the PlayDraft app. And he specifically wanted to know what it was like for you at the end of the Monday night game. Because for people that don't know, you had the Chiefs minus six and a half what it was like for you to know you were nine for nine on the parlay and know that it wasn't going to come through yeah it's disappointing and i did hedge some of it but i was thinking to myself wow i really should have hedged more of this didn't you know come what do you mean hedged what, how, how how did you do that i i bet some washington back plus seven because got it okay faced with a a payout of zero or fifty five thousand, I thought it would be prudent to go ahead and play back the other way, and it could land on seven, and I could have middled. And so at the end of the game, Washington's driving, and I'm like, this could happen. I Kansas City's driving. I said this this line could land seven, and then they kick the field goal. I'm like, ah, I should have hedged more. What am I doing? You know, I got got a little greedy, and I kind of stopped paying attention, and I. I'm doing my other work. You know, Monday's busy. I'm getting ready for the lines for the next week. And I, I literally looked up during the lateral play, seeing the ball on the ground. And I got to tell you, Ross, we pick up the ball, and I'm like, he's going to score. I'm going to win. And then he pulls the Chicago Bear thing where he tries to literally stop on the one-yard line and hold the ball out, Leon Lett style, to get it slapped away, which almost happened. So – you, you could not script a more wacky ending to a game. A great question would be, you know, I got 550 to one on that bet. What were my true odds of winning with eight seconds to play? Eh, maybe 100 to one, 200 to one. Want to put a number on it? That's unbelievable, man. Because everybody focuses on those situations on the bad beats, you're the opposite. I mean, you, you benefited greatly from that. You were the opposite of getting a bad beat. That was an unbelievable win for you. 
Uh, that is that's crazy. I didn't even know you had done that until I started to see it on social media. So good for you, man. $55,000. That is a really, really good feeling. Speaking of good feelings, I mean, you go right down the line over the weekend. We started with, you know, two units on the under you had for the Packers and Bears. It ended up going over. So you started down two units, Steve. Then um, in the Dolphins and the Saints, I had a unit on the Saints. Boy, that came through in a major way. Then we got to Buffalo and Atlanta. Um, I had one unit on Buffalo, one unit on the under. They both came through, um, which is pretty cool. Then we went to, we each had one unit on the Jets. That was one of our first um, best bets, and that came through. The Jets were even getting three and a half on that one. And you had the Vikings uh, for two units. That was another loss for you. But then you went on a tear. We both did really. I had two units on the under for Carolina and New England. Uh, That was not a good call by me. But then here, let's get to some best bets. We both had two units on the under for the Steelers and the Ravens. Boom. We both had two units on the over for the Rams and the Cowboys. Boom. I leaned over with Houston. You went two units with Houston. Boom. We both had Denver laying two and a half with the Raiders. Boom. That hit. You had two units on the over for the Eagles and the Chargers. That one. Um, that one came through, right? Yes. 26-24. Yeah, that one came through. Then we each had two units, another best bet on the Niners, getting seven points. That one came through. Boom. We each had two units on the Giants. That came through by a point. You had two units on the over. That came through. The total was 44. Final score was 26, what was it, 26-24, 25-23, something like that. Anyway, it was over. Then Indian Seattle. We both put a unit on the over. Boom. And then Kansas City, Washington. You didn't take Kansas City here on this podcast. You took the over and you hit it. It was 49 and a half. So, wait a minute. 49 and a half, the final score, 29. So, you lost that one, actually. Yeah, kind of an ideal world where, for record-keeping purposes, we lose on the Ross Tucker podcast, but the vast majority of people who bet it were able to get it. It came down to 47 and a half, 48 right at post. So a whole lot of people got a winner out of that loser. So for the year, you are up 37 units. I am up 21 units. And uh, L. Birdman sent me the wrong spreadsheet, so I didn't have a chance to verify everything yet. Um, I don't have all the grades here, Todd Bergman, but I'll check it to make sure. Uh, We were 7 for 7 on best bets, which makes us 20 of 24, Steve on best bets so far this year. I mean, that is 20 of 24 on best bets. So I guess my question is, at this point, I know last week I said, so what do you do as a better? For all the people that follow us and follow our bets, you even tweet at Fezzik Sports, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, we love the retweets and stuff, that it's not sustainable so what do, you, what do you recommend to the people that follow us and listen to us every week? 
I would just keep doing what you're doing, maybe bet a little bit more because we're obviously showing that we're dialed in and we have some um, expertise at this, but the very best people in the world only hit 55% of their bets. And I got to tell you, I can't magically create a winner, Ross. When I run my numbers, the way I pick winners is I come up with my side, I come up with my total, and there's games that my numbers virtually match what's being dealt. So then I give you my what my gut feel is. But, I mean, ideally you have a situation where your gut feel matches what your numbers run. Example, last week that was just a bad total Vegas put up on the Rams and Dallas. When we went over, I don't recall the number we went over, whether it was 46.5, but it closed like 51 in some places. So getting ahead of the numbers on Wednesday certainly helps. But uh, 20 and 4, yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and take that. We'll also take the fantasy app called Draft. It's awesome. Listen up if you are into fantasy at all. Get the app Draft on your phone. You get to play in a real live snake draft, but you're in under five minutes, and they last for just one week. You can join one right now for week five if you'd like. The best part, you're playing for cold, hard cash. And get this, your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap sites. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code EVENMONEY. That's right, play a real money game for free just by using the promo code EVENMONEY. It gets even better. Draft.com is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering my listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Again, just search Draft in the App Store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with promo code EVENMONEY. All right, Ross. Well, let's start off with the Thursday night game. It's the New England Patriots. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Fifty-five-and-a-half the total. Wow. Fifty-five-and-a-half. That is high, but I got burned last week by going under on it. I'd probably lean under again, but I'm not putting units on it, and I don't really have a side here. I just can't. I, if I if I had to lean, I would lean to the Bucks getting the five and a half. But I just I really really don't like betting against the Patriots. You're not over time going to make money doing that. I agree. My numbers scream Tampa Bay here. Um, I made the game even with some huge adjustments for the Patriots being so good off of a loss under Belichick. I still only have the Patriots. Uh, the correct number being three on this game. But like you said, you just don't make money historically betting against the Patriots. Probably cost me money not wagering on it. I'm with you. I will lean to Tampa Bay. All right, on to Sunday, Steve. The Chargers at the New York Giants. New York, three-and-a-half-point favorites, total 44-and-a-half. Boy, the marketplace just is not recognizing the fact that the Chargers, if anything, have a home field disadvantage in terms of crowd support. I'm going to be very interested to hear what – uh, Ross says about the home field advantage, because I know he was here this past Sunday on this game. I've got to lean to the over. Uh, the number on the side is right where I made it. I pass. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on this one, Steve. I, I look at it. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers, though, and I'm going to put two units on them. I hear what you're saying, but I think the Chargers are pretty talented. And I, I think, it, you know, here's, why, here's how I feel about it. I think it's a 50-50 game, 
And if the Chargers lose, we already know in advance that they always lose every game by two or three points. So if you're going to give me three and a half, I will take them because they lose every game by two or three points. So there you go. Two units on the L.A. Chargers. All right, Ross, what about your Buffalo Bills at the Cincinnati Bengals? Cincinnati three-point favorites with a total of 39. Yeah, um, this is an interesting one, isn't it, Steve? I mean, the way the Bills have played, they're three-point underdogs, but the Bengals have been playing better and better each week. I actually understand this line. The Bills have not been great offensively. Um, and the Bengals are coming back home. I'll put one unit on the Bills just because their defense is so good, but that's it. That's all I'm doing. You know, if there's a 3-1 and one team that's not going to make the playoffs, it's certainly the Buffalo Bills. Um, while I'm impressed with them being better than I thought that they would be, they still have been very fortunate to get to 3-1, and one. And there's a trend out there. If you blindly bet a 1-3 and three team against a 3-1 and one team, you do well. But you know what? Most of the time you are getting points, not laying three with what looks to be the inferior team. i got lots of games on the back end of the schedule I like. I'll pass this one. All right, Steve, what about the Jets at the Cleveland Browns? Cleveland, one-point favorites. Again, the total, 39. Yeah, Cleveland, what are they, 1-19 and 19 now under Hugh Jackson? Um, yeah, well, all they got to do is win the game, right? Uh, the Jets, we thought that they were tanking. Well, the players didn't get the memo. They're all playing super hard, but it's a bad spot for the Jets, and the Jets have had nothing but good spots, it seems, the past year and four games, and they've done nothing but not cover for the most part last year. So off back-to-back wins, I don't want any part of the Jets. I can't bet Cleveland, I pass. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that the Jets are the underdogs here. I, I'm with you on the spot part of it. Jets winning overtime. The Browns just got embarrassed. They usually bounce back. This is another one, though. I'm putting one unit on the Jets, and I'm going to put two units on the over. I'm a little surprised by that total of 39. I mean, the Browns' defense has been horrific as of late. Uh, the Jets' defense is okay. But the Jets' offense has been much better than we thought. I think the Jets win the game. I, I just – the Browns have gotten better. I mean, have gotten worse four straight weeks. The Jets have gotten better, arguably, four straight weeks. And maybe those trends flip. But for right now, I'm going with the Jets' one unit and the over 39 for two units. All right, next up, Ross, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Big Ben and crew, eight-and-a-half-point favorites, total 44. A lot of turmoil this week in Pittsburgh about Antonio Brown's sideline behavior. The question is, how does he respond and the team respond to that? Jacksonville has played well every other week this year. One and three, they played well. Two and four, they did not. Eight-and-a-half is a lot of points. I'm going to put... Two units on the Jags getting the eight and a half to keep it close in Pittsburgh. I'll take the Jaguars. I know I've lost a lot of money on them over the years, a lot of units, but I'm still taking them. Two units, Jags getting the eight and a half. Jacksonville looks like a dead nut under team to me. They're going to pound the rock with Fournette week after week. I'm concerned Pittsburgh obviously is higher scoring at home with Big Ben than they are on the road, but I still made this 
total, even with an adjustment, much lower. We won with Pittsburgh Baltimore under last week. I'm going to go two units under the 44, and I'm going to call an audible here. I went back to the Jets Browns. I looked at my total. You know, I made that 41. Ross went over 39. We haven't had a best bet yet. It's worthy of a bet at 39. I'm going to go a unit on the over 39 on the Jets Browns, also a best bet. The best bet. Next up, Steve, Tennessee, three-point favorites at the Miami Dolphins, no total. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not sure if Mariota's going to play or not, but um, if he doesn't play, three is beyond good with Miami. If he does play, he won't be 100%, and three is probably a fair valuation if he's um, banged up but around 85 90% with the hamstring. Uh, I'm very concerned about all the travel Miami has. It's a terrible spot for Miami to come home finally after being on the road for four, I'm sorry, for six straight weeks. But after a complete no-show in London, Miami can't be getting three by my numbers. I have to put something on Miami. One unit, Miami plus three. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they have a line for this. With the Titans, as of when we're recording this 1234, signing Brandon Whedon, that would lead me to believe that Mariota probably doesn't play, and even if he does, he won't be the same guy. A lot of times I do subscribe to the theory, Steve, of bounce back after a terrible, terrible game, but that's what happened to the Dolphins against the Jets, and they didn't bounce back at all against the Saints. I am, though, going to put two units on the Dolphins. I do think this is a good spot for them. I'll probably live to regret it. Let me ask you this, Steve. Why would the total be off the board, but the line is still up? Yeah, you would think if there's a quarterback uncertainty, you'd have to take the total off as well. And I think they might be concerned with getting hit with a correlated parlay where someone could parlay Miami to the under and hope for bad news on Mariota. All right, so we still have the best bet on Miami, correct? Yeah. We, we do. Best bet. All right. Next up, Ross, the 49ers at the Indianapolis Colts. Indy, one-and-a-half-point favorites, total 43-and-a-half. Yeah, Colts got beat up pretty good on uh, on Sunday night in Seattle. They're coming back home. Brissett's been pretty decent, but I think it's the Niners' time to get a win. I think this is a good spot for them to get a win. I think they win the game outright. And I like getting the, the point and a half. Probably doesn't make a difference, but I'll put two units on the Niners to, to beat the, the Indianapolis Colts. I'll take the point and a half. My numbers agree with it, but I, gosh, I just hate betting against a team that just got publicly embarrassed on national TV. Now, you might argue maybe the Colts really didn't get embarrassed because they're tied 18-18 in the third quarter, but I see the blowout loss. And I hate fading a team in that situation. I do think Brissett is going to continue to improve. I'm going to go ahead and pass. Steve, the Arizona Cardinals at the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly, six-and-a-half-point favorites, and our total on this one is 45. You know, i got no interest in either one of these teams right now. Certainly not Arizona, who I downgrade each and every week in my power ratings. And they appear to be heading for a 6-10 and ten year despite their two overtime wins. But the Eagles are all banged up on defense, fortunate to be sitting at 3-1, and one, not nearly as good as they were week one. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I think that the Eagles probably win the game by about a touchdown, so I'm not going to touch the line. 45 does seem a hair low to me. 
you know, the way that the Cardinals pass the ball and the Eagles secondary and then the way the Eagles are running the ball on offense, um, although I know that takes time off the clock, I'm going to put one unit on the over 45. feels to me like it'll be able to clear that number. Next up, Carolina at Detroit. Ross, that's where you're going to be, correct? Yeah, I will be in Detroit. I'm looking forward to it. Um, they're both 3-1. and one. Detroit, a surprising 3-1. and one. But I don't have any action on this game. I think that the Lions probably win a close game by a field goal. I don't think it's real high scoring. I think that they, they got it right here. I guess if I had to take a side, I, I would lean Carolina and probably lean to the under. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pass the game. I'm very impressed with what I saw from Cam Newton against the Patriots. I know everyone is shredding the Patriots, but he was accurate in his passing and significantly he ran the ball eight times, looked very ready to run the read option, and that makes him an above-average quarterback as long as he's willing to do it with his wheels as well as throwing the ball. Looks like he's recovered from his preseason injury. I'm going to play a two-team teaser. I love playing two-point Dogs, two and a half point underdogs up six points through those key numbers, three, four, six, seven, up to plus eight and a half. I'm going to do a two team teaser. We get an extra six points on Carolina up, and I'm going to also take game 473. I'm sorry, 474, the Houston Texans up from one and a half up to seven and a half. Two, uh, two star, uh, two team, six point teaser. All right. Uh, next up, Seattle at the Rams. And L.A. is favored by one and a half here and a total of 47. I'm going to lean to the Rams here and make Mr. Birdman earn his money here with the record-keeping with teasers and other sort of bets. We're going to go with the total here. The marketplace is in denial about how good the Rams are on offense. They're clicking on all cylinders. Seattle's got their mojo back on offense as well the last couple weeks. 47 is too low. Two stars over 47. Interesting. Um, who would have thought the Rams would be favored over the Seahawks? And and you know what? Probably rightfully so. When the Seahawks come into this one, to your point, without Cliff Averill, which means their pass rush won't be as good, without Chris Carson, which means they won't run the ball as often or as well. I wonder if they're accounting for those two things. I'm with you. I'm going to put uh, just one unit on the over 47. I think that this game ends up being a little bit more like a shootout. Hard to believe that Seattle's playing in shootouts these days. The best bet. Ross Baltimore will be at Oakland. The Raiders favored by two and a half. Another 39 point total. Yeah, this game is a dog. I mean, it's interesting to me that Oakland is favored with Derek Carr. He's not going to play. It's going to be EJ Manuel. I mean, if the Ravens can't win this one against E.J. Manuel, I don't know what they're going to win. I'll put one unit on the Ravens getting the two and a half points. They've been awful the last couple of weeks. Let's see if they can turn it around. But I'm just going to put one unit on the Ravens getting the two and a half. I sure hope this game is indeed a dog because I hope there's no scoring in it. Baltimore, O-line problems. Urschel retired before the season started. And then, you know, another key injury on their O-line. They can't move the ball, and I've seen enough from Oakland when Carr doesn't play. They're already struggling on offense. How are they going to move the ball against the Baltimore defense now with Manuel? Uh, 
I like the under, two units on the under. All right, moving on. Steve, Green Bay at Dallas. The Cowboys favored by two with a pretty high total of 52.5. Yeah, Green Bay all banged up on Monday night, and the Bears could not exploit it I, on Thursday night, excuse me. Um, but I still think those lingering injuries are going to be a problem, even with the extra time. Big playoff revenge for Dallas in a game they had no business losing to what was a banged-up Green Bay team last year in the playoffs. Sometimes one factor trumps everything else. Two pretty equal teams. I will use that factor. I'll bet the Cowboys two units. Wow, really? Laying the two? Small number, Rostelay. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm just going to pass the game. I would lean Green Bay if I went any way. I would lean Green Bay, but I'm, I'm passing this game. All right, Sunday night, Ross, it's Kansas City at Houston. The Chiefs one-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 46-and-a-half. What an exciting game it seems like this one should be. 46-and-a-half seems low for what we've seen from these teams lately. I'm going to put uh, two units on the over. I expect uh, a bunch of scoring between these two teams. The way the Chiefs have been playing offensively, Texans have not been as good defensively as they historically are. The Chiefs really haven't either. I'll put two units on the over, 46-and-a-half. I would lean to the over as well, um, but I kind of got away with an over with Kansas City on Monday night. I don't want to push my luck. I do like uh, the Houston Texans. I used them with that teaser with uh, the Carolina Panthers already, but I'll lean with Houston as well. I got to tell you, Watson, he looks not just capable, but good. I mean, he's making very good decisions. He's throwing guys open with back shoulder throws, seeing the field well. He can run the ball very well. And if you've got that Houston defense and special teams, this team wins eight or nine games a year with no quarterback. If Watson can be an effective quarterback, Houston could well make a playoff run. I'll look to Houston. All right, Steve. And finally, it's Monday Night Football, the Minnesota Vikings, three-point favorites at the Chicago Bears. No total. Just don't um, want the Vikings anymore if I don't have Bradford. I don't know if I have Bradford. And because of that, I am going to pass. Yeah, I got burned by that a couple weeks ago. I'm not, I'm not betting on games where I'm not really sure about the quarterback. I guess I did in the Tennessee game, but um, I don't really care whether Mariota plays if he's healthy. You know, he's not going to be as healthy. So I'm with you on this one. I'll be curious to see what Trubisky can do. Um, if anything, I, I would lean to the Bears getting the three points. Um, in fact, you know what? I'm going to put one unit on the Bears getting the three points. It's at home. It's his rookie debut. I think they'll have a good game plan in for Trubisky. So give me one unit on the Bears playing at home. Great stuff, Steve. As always, let's hope we can keep this rolling. And everybody else, I know you know where to go to keep it rolling betonline.ag use the promo code even money on your first deposit and you earn a 50% welcome bonus up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays or even getting ready for next week to look ahead lines you know what Steve always says betonline's odds are released before every other sportsbook gives you the opportunity to get the best value plus they got this awesome state-of-the-art live betting software and you can make a risk-free $25 bet on your first live bet. Pretty awesome. You get To get all that stuff, though, you got to make sure you go to betonline.ag 
and use the promo code EVENMONEY to get that bonus. Again, betonline.ag, use promo code EVENMONEY. Why would you not take advantage of the free money? That's my philosophy always. That'll do it, by the way, for a Even Money Week 5. Love it. Just like I love Tuckhead. Steve gets on Tuckhead sometimes. Fezzik gets on Tuckhead sometimes. You guys want to ask him specific betting questions, you can always email a sponsor confirmation email to me, ross at rosstucker.com, or you can just ask him directly on Tuckheads, which is fun. We love the retweets and the Facebook likes. It means a lot uh, more than you guys know, just like those of you that download us multiple times on multiple devices. And I'm giving out a man to a new Tuckhead this week. So if you sign up for Tuckheads, I'm giving out the Madden on Monday. So it could be you. For now, though, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.